The following production is brought to you by the Talkin' Buds Leave Show. Talking Buds Leaf Show. What's up, everybody? How you doing? I'm Rob. He's Ryan. Since we last got together, the Toronto Maple Leafs have lost two in a row. And it's really interesting because now we get to have the conversation that we've been sort of uh, like alluding to or hinting at in the last few episodes. I'm not angry. Like, I thought in both the Ranger game and the Capital game, they played they played well. Like, they played okay. Like, it's not... I, the, the point of what we've been discussing is, you know, if they mail it in, if they have another garbage effort. Yeah. How are we going to feel about that? And to be honest, I don't... Like, the... the I feel like the, the Washington game obviously got away from them a little bit, but with the, the game at MSG... They, they were, just, they they were right in it the whole they way. Couldn't, they could not handle a puck in MSG. It's like every time the puck was on their stick, it just bounced right off. It was a very odd, strange game. And it's just, it's funny how fast the the good times can end. You know, it's just, then you start, it's just now, it's like you, they lose a game and then all of a sudden you're just searching for a negative thing to talk about. But it's just the, the fact that the fact of the matter is they they were due. Like, they were just due for a couple games like this, due for two regulation losses. And at, in uh, MSG, they couldn't handle a puck. They couldn't finish a play. They couldn't get to the middle of the ice too easily, which is a way to defend this hockey team. And then in Washington... Is that something you think we're going to start seeing more of? Like, do you think... Well, that's the book. Yeah, like, do you think the, like, sort of, like, the... The jig is up, so to speak. Like other coaches are going to start because, a- as you pointed out, that's a way that teams have defended them successfully in the past. So, is it going to be more of that take away of the middle of the ice thing? And and can like can you neutralize them? Hundred percent, you can neutralize them. I think every single playoff we see that really all you got to do is just clog the middle of the ice, and they have a hard time getting there. And they're going to have to figure that out. They're going to have to figure that out when it when it comes time. But I just, you know, they're just due for a couple L's, and that's what happened. Washington, they just, it was the first game where they got bad goaltending. Yes. Like, the goaltending, there was two or three goals that should have not gone in the net. They went in the net, and it's pretty hard to overcome that. So, I think if I had to just nitpick one thing, and it's exactly what we just talked about, it's just in those games, like the Ranger game, when it starts getting tight in the middle, what are you going to do to get out of it? Like, well, how are you going to, how, how are you going to game plan to beat that? Like, and that's what they got to figure out. One of the things that you and I have been critical of in this team in years past is when they can't play their style, they have a very difficult time. Like all the best teams, like one of the uh, ways that people have always described the lightning in the last few years is they can beat you anyway. Like if you want, yeah. if you want to play six, five, they can beat you six, five. If you want to play two, one, they can beat you two, one. If you want to, take away time and space and have a, and play a, a grind, a grinding style game. They can do that too. And I think this, this leaf team, like 
that's going to be something that I think we should all be watching for in the coming weeks. And as we head closer to the playoffs is, you know, as much as the run through November was really great and they looked awesome. They didn't have like, they just sort of steamrolled teams. Like they didn't have any like pushback or adversity really. Like when's, when's a game in that run where you were like, Oh, they really like eat that one out. It's like, no, they... I think the the one in Dallas where Matt Murray yes. had to make a thousand. Yes. Okay. Good call. But other like they, they were just playing like out of their minds. And, and we've been saying, and we talked about it with, with um, Sam on Wednesday about how like, that's not, it's not going to be like that all year. No. So now it's like, you're right. Take away the middle of the ice. How are you going to adjust and do, can you, can you grind out games? Can you grind out wins? Can you go in the corners? Can you win puck battles? Can you do that sort of thing? Like night in and night out. I think they can do it. Like I, I see in those losses, I see a lot of positives as well. Like the third line is yes. Like when did David camp become a, a little baby goat all of a sudden? Like where did this, this guy was supposed to be a defensive forward and he does that, but this guy's streaking through the neutral zone, looking like a, a goat. I'm like, I, I look at the number. I can't because he's got the jersey tuck. And I'm looking, and I'm like, who who is that? It's like David Camp. Yeah, I know. Alex Kerfoot had a great David game. David Camp. David Camp makes Pierre Engvall a better hockey player. Th- that Pierre Engvall and Alex Kerfoot and David Camp were fantastic against Washington. Yeah. They were fantastic. They were great like that's a positive the 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 line that i thought that really struggled in those two losses were that was the tavares line the marner and tavares they just their good play came to an end they did not look very good five on five in either of those games but i thought the matthews line matthews had a tough night in msg but the matthews line was good in washington and the third line's been really good and the fourth line's just they don't even i don't even I don't even play. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know they're out there half the time. Yeah. That's that's something they gotta they gotta get fixed heading into the and 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 they miss I think they miss Morgan Riley a little bit too for well, an well, offensive there, sp- There's spark. an interesting take because for weeks it's been we don't need Morgan Riley. Morgan Riley can get himself in trouble by an errant pinch, but when I like, when I see the five-man forward power play, I hate that. Really? It's crap. It's it's no good. What other great power play does that? And none. Every single great power play in the NHL has an elite defenseman at the top. Like, Edmonton kind of, like, they have McDavid, so I don't even count them. Like, if we have that guy on the ice, it, I don't even count that, but... Like, look at the Capitals. They've always had John Carlson right at the top or before Mike Green. You look at Tampa, they have Victor Hedman at the top. When I see Mitch Marner at the top and they almost gave up a goal too, it's like that, that, that's brutal. They got to <laughs> figure that out. I hate that setup. I, every time I hear them talk about it, every time I see it, I can't stand it. It's awful. They need to fix it. They need to stop doing that. I don't think. Sandine's been that bad. There's just their power play goes through weird stretches where they're great and then they suck. Like it's but I do never I never want to see a five forward power play ever again. Do you think that's a little like they're out thinking themselves a little bit with that? Yes. Yeah. Like they're like, well, let's let's do this. I don't if think we've got all this firepower. Let's do this. I don't think their last lack of success has anything to do with 
the defensemen they put at the top. I think it's everything to do with just they don't have a like a one timer, you know. Like you're, they're just missing that OV one timer. That Stamkos can do it. Kucherov can do it. McDavid's just so fast that it doesn't even why matter. Can't, why can't Matthews do it? I don't know why that guy doesn't just practice his one timer all off. He probably does because it's not very good. Yeah, it's not a very good one timer. I think Nylander has the best one timer, but they just they don't have two dangerous like shooters and two dangerous shooting positions. It's like all of them can kind of go in and wrist it, but I, I watched Tampa's power play and it's Kucherov and Stamkos are on both sides. They can both blast a one timer. So it's just, it's just a big back and forth between them until the opening comes. Yeah. And I find with the Leafs, I've had this problem with their power play over the past couple of years. It's just, I mean, it's not a bad power play. It's good. They just don't, sometimes they just don't have a play. It's just, Marner goes in and tries to do a little slap pass. That doesn't work. They try to get it to Tavares out front, but he's too close to the goalie. Matthews can't, doesn't have a very good one-timer. Like, Willie shoots it over the net. You know, like, it's just, even though they're so Morgan Riley, when he's healthy, is the worst. There are few things that drive me as crazy as Morgan Riley, Harry caning it (laughs) 38 feet over the net. Yeah, it's not not perfect, but I'd way rather them just be like, Sandine's gonna just pick a guy. I don't want to see Marner at the top anymore. That's that's brutal. It's it's for the amount of times that this team gives up shorthanded opportunities. You don't want five forwards out there, and then you just kill your whole momentum giving up a shorty. Yeah, and they're susceptible to those. Like they they give up a lot of shorthanded goals and a lot of shorthanded opportunities. So I don't want to see it. No more. That was an epic rant on that was that might have been one of your best rants you've ever had in the history of this. I part. hated that. That I, was an epic. <laughs> that was like a four, five minute rant about how much you hated. Hate I, that's how much I hate it. Yeah, it sucks. Do. It's no good. You know who you don't hate? Connor Timmons. He got rocked yeah, last yeah, night. Yeah, he did. Oh. Yeah, he did. Welcome to the show, buddy. He's, but you know what though? They just kind of picked him up, and we were all kind of like, okay, Connor Timmons. Don't know a whole hell of a lot about the guy, and uh, except for the fact that he's had like a lot of injuries in his in his past, and like he's been pretty good. Yeah, he can pass the puck. Yeah, he's been pretty. good. I mean, he's been kind of put in a tough spot because I think he he played a ridiculous amount of minutes and in new york like that's not what he should be doing but it is what it is it is kind of nice to see a defenseman have some like offensive flair nothing special nothing too dramatic but like a guy who can make a good pass through the neutral zone so we'll see where that goes they're gonna they're gonna have a log jam soon with people coming back so it's gonna be interesting to see what keith does with the with the decor are you concerned at all about the goaltending coming back down to earth a little bit I think it always was coming back down to earth, but it let's just let's try to minimize it. Yeah. It's just it's all about just managing it and minimizing Everyone, it. Everyone like they're always gonna have a game like Samsonov had in Washington where he gets shelled. Like that's gonna happen. Yeah. But I'm with you. Like, yes, like let's just make sure this doesn't become a thing. Yeah. It's fine. It happens to everybody. Like yep. look at like, if you look at Shesterkin's numbers, like, he's playing better now, but he had a brutal start to the year. Like, they're going to go through a stretch. It's just, let's try to keep it as small as possible so we don't have a, a stretch of awful losses because of bad goaltending. Yeah, 100%. I, I, 
Yeah, I I've been thinking about this a lot because I I thought Matt Murray in his last two starts, the Calgary one and then the um game at MSG, he just doesn't look as sharp and he's a guy who I worry about like his confidence going a bit. He just seems like that kind of guy. And I just I really hope we don't get a Jack Campbell type thing where it's like it's like a snowball rolling down the hill well to stay healthy to to get out of it too like that that's another thing it's the expectations are so low for them because you just want them to stay healthy so as long as they stay healthy and they're just in the net and they have the ability to get through tough stretches and have the ability to have good stretches like that's that's what's most needed from these two goaltenders that they have last week when i started uh the episode last weekend, I was like, the Leafs are one point behind the Boston Bruins. And you check it right now as of this recording, and they are six points. The Bruins don't lose. No, they don't. And then it, what, what sucks, what absolutely sucks is the Leafs go on just an epic tear, an epic tear. and But they lose two in regulation, and then you look, and the Lightning are just, they're having as good of a, a stretch as they are. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, it's gonna have. It's gonna have. To. What's gonna come and bite this? What? In hindsight, even though they played very well, what's gonna bite them in the ass? Even though it does help them with extra points, is they had an awful stretch in overtime. Like they they win half those games. You know, like they just you can't go. What was it? One in six yeah. in OT. Like yeah. that. That's gonna come back to bite you at some point. Even though you are picking up the extra point, but like a t- like Tampa technically only has ten losses. The Leafs have. 13 yeah so it's you, you get half those yeah, wins those in OT. ot losses man yeah yeah like the bruins have two tampa has one yeah it's gonna they're gonna end up playing tampa again it's just it's round. just why does why is there a team that has to have a year like the bruins ha- are having right now or the panthers had last year it's just the leafs are never they seem like they're never going to have that year. It's a bit of the 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 Atlantic Division is a bit of the thing that Jays fans always complain about mm. being in the AL East. It's, it's it, true. It reminds me of the same. Like if you look at at the rest of the divisions through the league, and they were talking about this on the radio earlier this week about how, aside from like the Devils, the Hurricanes' record's pretty good too. Aside from like the Devils, the best teams are in the Leafs' division. Well, I think that I think the top teams are the best teams but I, if you look at the wild card standings it's all metro teams kind of put together but they have the three best teams yes in the conference like bruins leafs lightning i know the devils are having a good year but like those are the three best teams in the eastern conference do you are you buying them are you buying the new jersey devils like do you think yeah I, they've put how many times they've played the leafs this year twice yes once they fast good hockey team the, another team like you look at the rangers right they 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 suck for a couple of years they get lafreniere they get caco non-factors yeah non-factors and then i watch the devils and they get jack hughes and they get nico heischer and they're better yeah they're better than those two guys so it's funny how you gotta luck out in the draft man like if you're if you're but also we it, it, it takes time, right? Like we've talked a lot about William Nylander this year and how great he's looked. And that's like, this is the best he's ever played. And what is this? Is this like, like sixth year as the, pro fifth, sixth year? The devils year? are lucky because it's like Jack Hughes is an elite skater and like skilled player, but Nico, he just decided he's going to wants to be the next Patrice Bergeron. 
So like that's kind of nice how you guys fold that role. But like if like this year, like if you're the Blackhawks or the Ducks, like you want to just tank. Yeah, this is the year oh, the to ducks. really just well I, throw in the towel. I'll be honest, man. We saw the Ducks on on Tuesday night, or I don't think the Ducks have a choice. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> you know they're not in, they're not in dead last right now though. The the Blackhawks man, are the Chicago Blackhawks. See, I want to see Connor Bedard go to the Blackhawks. Yeah, you want like, you want that. I, I don't want to see him go to the Coyotes. I don't want to see him go to the Ducks or the Sharks. Or or the predators like that. That's brutal. Yeah. You want no, you thank want, you. You want to you want to build the Chicago dynasty back. Yeah, that's a yeah. team we need in the mix. Yes, but yeah, I don't know. The Leafs have a tough schedule. They've kind of a tough schedule though. Like they they just played the Rangers, who were playing well. The Capitals just looked on fire too. Yes. That, yes. That's another thing. It's just that was one of those nights where Washington. That's a big hockey team, and when they're they were fired up, they were rolling. They had role players getting hat-tricks who haven't scored a goal all year. Like, it was just that type of night. Why does that always happen against the... Always. Well, I was going to put some serious money down on OV scoring. It, but. it always happens. Like, it's... Maybe maybe we're... Because we we have tunnel vision with respect to the Maple Leafs that we... Maybe it happens to other teams, too, but we just don't see it. But that all, every... Some guy who's a nobody... Just has a huge night. I think there is something to like. Remember when you were in minor hockey and you got to go play at like the Barry Molson Center at the time, yep. or you got to play at a nice rink and you get all fired so you up. Think, you think I think there's something to playing, playing the, the Leafs, the Toronto Maple Leafs, on Saturday night. Yeah, like it's if you're a, another player for another franchise, you you probably hate this team. You probably hate and this all, franchise, like, and you want you want to beat them. Yeah, and like you're the you're you're the Washington Capitals, right? And it's like, so you think guys care about that? I would agree I with you. I think there's a segment of people who would hear this and say, no, it doesn't matter. It's just another game. But it's like, no, it, it's not another game. Like you're you're the guys on the Washington Capitals, and you know, on Saturday night, like this this is like the main event on Hockey Night in Canada. I think you should just just put yourself in that position. It's like, what if you're playing the the hurricanes right now. Like it is different. Like it is different. It, like the Leafs are different. So I think it all of like Jimmy VC gets two goals. Oh my God. Like, of oh course. My God. And did you, you know? see at the end of the, at the end of the, like Keith's scrum after the game, they asked him about that. They were like, <laughs> what do you think it. of Jimmy VC? And he, he's like, are we done? That was a brutal question. Yeah, yeah, I will yeah, say, yeah, like, that what, was what salt in the wound? I, I don't really know, like, well, what I they, would say. They, they told, they basically told Jimmy VC to kick rocks. Like, they were like, we don't, we don't want you. Jimmy VC was brutal. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, let's not change any sort of narrative here. Like, yeah. he was bad. But, it, but then he goes out and plays really well against them at home. Yeah, of course he scores two goals, and one of them's like a beauty. Short side on Murray. Like what? I don't know what Murray was doing on that, but I. Yeah, it just it just happened. Eric Gustafson. I know hasn't scored a goal all some, year. Some guy named Eric Gustafson goes out and has the game of his life. Yeah, he's pinching and he's just getting the he's scoring. Like, what does he do? Oh What's God. happening? It always happens to them. Oh, I know. Hilarious. Like they just. They had no, there was just like the, the world decided there was no chance they were winning that game against the Capitals. It just was not meant to be. Do you hear that? What? 
That sounds like the Pulse of Leafs Nation. Oh, there you go. Joining us this week for episode three of the Pulse of Leafs Nation is another longtime Talking Buds listener who, as we said last week, are getting the priority to start the Pulse. Johnny Green, huge Leaf fan, longtime Talking Buds listener, good pal of ours, submitted this video for this week's episode of the Pulse of Leafs Nation. All right, Rob, Ryan, super excited to be on Talking Buds Leaf Show today for the Pulse. I am a longtime diehard Leaf fan. As Rob knows, we bond over it a lot. I spent uh, the majority of the beginning of the season talking to Rob about thinking, these guys are done. We're going to have a autopsy edition of this podcast around my fire pit, all dressed in black, talking about Dubis and how they're going to get fired and Keith's gone, and they're going to trade Marner. But I got to let you know, things have changed. I'm back. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I believe in this team. Had a little stumble the other night, but no big deal. Uh, those those games happened. They came out a little flat. But um, I think this team's got a, a real difference in their buying in to actual team defense, which they haven't had I think at any point of this entire run, it's always been run and gun. It's always been high risk chances, high reward, high reward, high risk. But you know what? I think I think there's something different about this team this time, and I think we could really go somewhere. So let's hope they keep going. And it's so balanced. Everything about the lineup is balanced. It just it seems to work. And I mean, even with Morgan Riley down, and obviously the acquired uh, Jordy Ben, he's down as well. It's really given Lilgren and uh, Rasmus a real good shot and they've actually stepped up to the plate and played really well and Hall is doing his thing where he's having a 10 game damn I'm good streak and we'll see where that goes but as far as I can tell is uh, this team's looking good and I'm very happy we are not doing an autopsy right now we're talking about a good hockey team so um, that's where I think I'm at right now with this team and I uh, hope they work guys just rocking the uh, the NWO wolf pack shirt in that video you'll see me rock and i rock, i think i rocked it like you two rocked, weeks ago yeah you rocked it I'll, I'll rock it sometimes too i mean it's you a got, nice extra large shirt that fits me and you got the you got the world title yeah, behind exactly. you yeah yeah we know we, we there you go yeah we know we're up on our pro wrestling so johnny green talks about the commitment to team defense and that's what's helped him buy back in i can attest that you you were saying at the beginning of the season you were you were you were spazzing Johnny and I were in the same boat. We were going back and forth, and we were like, this is it. It's over. Fire key, fire key, fire Dubas. I've had enough. I can't watch this anymore, whatever. And then he states there that it's the commitment to team defense and also says what I've been saying. I completely agree with him. This is the best defensively they've ever played in this era. Yeah, I think it's. I think it all the onus is on the forwards. Like, the forwards have significantly played better yes. in their own end. Like, Austin Matthews' goal against Washington – it's a perfect example. The guy gets back, gets low enough to make a, a great play on a on a pass across the crease and then boots it up the ice. Connor Timmons finds him and he scores. Like, that's the perfect example. Even though Austin Matthews is catching a little flack for not scoring the, the way he was, you, you look at a play like that and you're like, if you got to sacrifice a goal or two for him to, to, to help the Leafs not give up a goal, then 
there you go. That's the 200-foot player you're looking for. William Nylander, as well, in his own end, has been fantastic. Yeah. I think for wingers, too, it's just all about effort. Like, getting back is about just... You got to get on your get on your horse yeah. and get back. And I they, like there there's you could see him. You could see him busting his ass back up the ice and that's that's what you need. It's been way better. Everybody's noticing it and noticing it including Johnny and it's true they have been playing a lot better. Are you listen. I don't care if Austin Matthews doesn't score a goal again for the rest of this year as long as he gets one when it counts. I yeah. like no, I'm, you're right. I'm done with the what's wrong with Matthews. I don't I personally don't think he's he's fully healthy. I think he's nursing some sort of injury. But at the same time it's like I think he's his 200 foot game has been amazing as you just pointed out. And again, I don't care. Like I honestly don't care. He's the guy's he he won the Calder, he's won the Rocket, he's, he's won he's, the Hart. He, he has the exact same amount of points as Mitch Marner. Yeah. He's he's two less goals than Willie. He's got 21 assists. He's a plus 14. Like he's, he's got seven. He's been he's been good. Yeah, he's been. I'm, yeah, he's I'm, been I'm great. not. I'm not worrying about the guy. Yeah. at all. Like, it's, is that it is, is that worth is. fifteen million dollars? Oh well, that's that's a, that's a whole oh, different conversation. Yeah. But he's been very good. Do you think? Here's a hot take for you. Do you think if if because there is a perception? You just read the numbers. The numbers are good, but there is a perception, which is why we're having this conversation, that he hasn't been as good this year. Do you think that helps the Leafs? Or do you think it nope doesn't matter? He's getting 50. I think for him it doesn't matter. Yeah. I think if if Michael Bunting didn't have a good year and they and they wanted to negotiate a contract, I think that helps them. But for Austin Matthews, I don't think it matters. No, nope, he's getting 15. I don't think it matters at all. And God forbid somebody else gives it to him. Because you will this this podcast yeah, let's, is let's, officially. I'm no. Yeah. No. Kipper contract conversations on this podcast camper wrote an article yeah it's... this week and up talking about william nylander's next contract and like the ripple because he he's he's coming up too and the ripple effect that's going to have on the cap and people man did that guy take some heat well if you if you cover this team every day like he does like you gotta like what you can't just constantly talk well, about that's what, but like, that, i agree with you man like, like it's just like the guy on. just had to he wrote an article he found something that could be interesting, dude. The, and he wrote it, dude. The the Sam Sam touched touch on it on Wednesday when he said like "Good for you, nerd." Like the there is a segment of this fan base who is bordering on toxic. If you say anything negative at all, they attack you. Yeah, and it's 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 toxic. Like it's like I I, I watch some of these guys on Twitter and I'm just like. Your whole life is picking fights with people because they said something that you don't like or disagree with about your favorite hockey team. Yeah, it gets really nasty. It does, man. It's it's not like it's like everybody relax. Like calm down. Like listen, if someone says some idiotic take, I'm the first one to in my head be like that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. But like am I going to like Lose go it. to war with somebody over it no. no like relax i think everyone i think the consensus is and anyone who is like doubling tripling down on on the negative takes is just being a troll to so just let it go i think the consensus amongst the fan base is this is a good hockey team 
Yeah. And as long as they, like, right off the top, I was like, they've lost two in a row, but we're not going to come on here and rant and rave because I don't think they were too bad in either one of those games. No. And then, I don't know, Kiprios was just trying to find an interesting take on an article he was writing. And, he, and he's not wrong. Like, he's, he's right. It, it's good. At, like, they have a lot of, like, you could always look into the future and forecast problems like that. It's just... I just, for me as a fan, I just don't want to think about it right oh, now, no, you no. know? And Dude, I think they, that's yeah. where, I think the rational people were saying that, being like, yeah, this makes sense, but I just, that's something I don't want to think about right now. I just want to think about them committing to better team defense and their goaltending being as good as possible. I just, th- we've had so much co- like contract talk with this hockey team and that it's what? nice to to take a little break from that and, right now. And guess what, pal? As soon as this team's season is over, whether that's in the yeah, first round, second round, third round, cup final, whatever, it's going to be con- like it's going to go to a level that we've never seen it. Yeah. If Austin Matthews does not sign a contract extension on July 1st this he year, he won't. Yeah, I don't think he will either. He won't. I don't He's think going he to free agency. I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. I think he will go to free agency. I think he, and as much as. It's going to make all of us ill to going through that process. I I agree with you. I think he's a new age kind of player that's going to do things that way. And to be honest, I think this league needs that. This league is boring. This is such a boring league. Yeah. The salary cap has screwed everything up. N- nobody makes trades. It's like the playoff format is horrendous. Like it's just the best player in the world is playing on a crappy team with a crappy goaltender yeah, i had to get that one in there sorry oilers fans it's just so as much as matthews as like a, and i will i will be sick to my stomach like you and i joke all the time that if he leaves kiss the talking buds leave show goodbye we're not doing this anymore like but I do think it's good for the league to have that kind of like NBA style drama. It's just this league is people come up and they try and talk hockey with me, obviously, because like we we do this and everything. And I just have such a hard time talking about this league. I think this league is so it's just it could be so much more entertaining. It could be so much more interesting. Like if you look at the the NFL and the NBA, there are people who will tell you that they enjoy the offseason more than the actual season because there's so much going on. The salary cap in the NHL has 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 ruined that. Yeah. Like like that's why it's like I feel bad for some of these as much as the guys who are the insiders get a hard time, right? I feel bad for these guys. Like what do they what do they have to report on? This league does nothing. Nothing exciting happens. No. It's brutal. Mm. <sighs> anyway, right. I think it's a good way to good way to cut her off no. there. All right. Well, we're going to be we're not going to be putting out as much over the next week obviously because it's Christmas, but we will be back. So it's Christmas. If you would like to be featured on the pulse, hit us up in the comments or on our Instagram and we'd love to have you on. Huge thank you to Johnny Green for submitting that video today. All right. Good guy. Thanks very much. Thanks very much. Nice end. This is yeah, a disaster. Yeah, I know. We, we just get out of here. Sometimes when I'm doing these transitions, I do it so cleanly. And then there's this one where it's like I am speaking while I'm trying to formulate what I'm going to say next. And then I say, 
what I just said. You're turning a double play before you even made the first out at second base. Thanks for so. Thanks very much for checking us out, everybody. If you like what you see, hit that like and subscribe button below. Spread the word. Tell your friends. We really appreciate it. We're going to get out of here now before I screw this up again. See you. Hi, I'm Logan Anderson, host of the Say the Damn Score podcast. On my show, I deep dive into the sports broadcasting business by, you guessed it, talking to sportscasters. The show has featured big names like Bob Costas, Kenny Albert, and Vern Lundquist, as well as many up-and-coming broadcasters who you may not know yet, but you will know soon. Whether you're looking for professional development as a sportscaster, different career paths, or if you just want to be entertained by hearing some of the best storytellers in the world tell their own stories, this podcast is for you. You can subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can visit our website, saythedamnscore.com. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.